in to episode 87 of Fired Up. I'm Mike Gilletto. Joining me as always is Dom Console. Dom, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing just fine. Um, so, Christmas weekend, things were busy, I'm sure. Uh, my house looks like a bomb went off. Um, I'm sure a lot of houses around the country, world, whatever, also are in the same position. It was a busy weekend. How was your weekend? Uh, it, it, it's always, it's always a fun two, three days, whatever, you know, um, you know, the day before Christmas Eve that night up until, um, you know, Christmas night, it's always, it's always, you know, always fun. Um, love Christmas. Obviously we've talked about that quite a few times on the show. Um, but no, no, it was good. Um, saw a lot of family. Uh, we, we got to hang out a little bit, uh, watch a little bit of Eagles game. Um, yeah, I think we were around. Yeah, it was good. The first half, I think we were around that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, it was good. It was. Uh, it always goes too quick, though. It certainly does. It certainly does. Um, <laughs> but it was a. Uh, it was definitely a good weekend, though. Uh, lots, lots of, lots of busyness. I mean, it's just, it's crazy yeah. how like, how the holidays just always creep up on you. Like, I feel like, I feel like last week we were talking about like Thanksgiving. Like it's just, yeah, the month of December flies by. Um, it, it well, to me and like to me, I always say like July through uh like December is like just so busy because. You're in the you're in the the prime of the summer. That's when like every weekend you have something to do. You have a birthday party, you have a barbecue, yeah. you have Fourth of July, you have holidays, and, and then you lead into uh, September when it, you have football every Sunday, and then you got birthday more birthday parties, and then the holidays come up, and it's just you know it's always packed, and then it leads into the the dreading months of January, February, and March, and it's just cold yeah. and ugly and. Yeah, January to like the end of March is just awful. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, awful. and and I and like you know how like it gets dark early, like at oh, five it's the o'clock. Worst. It's I, the worst. I I don't mind it until after like when January third hits. I like give me summer. Like, I want summer. Or January second, <laughs> really. Yep, yep, yep. I, I'm I'm ready for like June. You know, totally. going to the going to the Phillies game on a, on a on a nice June night, drinking a you know Bud Light Lime, enjoying the game. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. That sounds wonderful right now because <laughs> this weekend was like 10 degrees. It was it was yeah. way too cold for me. Um, before we get into our topics tonight, I do have to tell everybody about Manscaped. This episode of Fired Up is brought to you by our favorite producers of Ball Trimmers Manscaped. The global leaders in below-the-waist grooming are leaving 2022 with brand new products. Preserve Cologne and Preserve Body Wash. 2023 is the year to up your hygiene game and smell amazing. And Manscaped, Manscaped wants to help you do so with the special offer. Use, use the code FIREDUP for 20% off and free shipping with, at Manscaped.com. Take the leap into the new year and join 7 million men world uh, who are already trust Manscaped. 2023 is on the way. And the last thing you want to do is be the guy with pubes getting be the guy with pubes getting in your way of making it your best yet. The Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is the leader of performance package 4.0, or as I call it, the perfect package for my package. Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredible, comfortable grooming an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. The new year, this new year, shave the loose pines off your wood with the best tool for the job. The signature lawnmower 4.0 uh, from Manscaped is here to take down every pube in its path. Having trouble dealing with wild weeds in your nose and ear, Manscaped has you covered. Their Wee Whacker will change the game for you to whack your worst weeds. I think I think confidence is going to be the king in 2023. 
You know what? You know what else I'm confident about? Smelling like a million bucks. You asked, and Manscaped answered, introducing brand new Manscaped Pre- Preserve Body Wash and Preserve uh, Cologne. Talk about being clean and feeling, feeling and smelling good. The new Preserve Body Wash from Manscaped solves all three for the perfect addition to your uh, daily groom- grooming routine. But in the shower, this body wash has a light woodsy scent and is infused with aloe vera and sea salt to keep your skin feeling clean, nice, and moisturized. This new Preserve Cologne is like uh, is like the body wash with a light woodsy scent that answers uh, the call of the wild of the wild by leaving you smelling like a man forged from the earth. It is also cruelty free, dye free, paraben free, and vegan, so you know you're in the right hands when while smelling right. Use code Fired Up for twenty percent off and free shipping at Manscaped.com. Twenty twenty three is on its way. The woods are here and smell amazing. Are you ready to jump in and join me with Manscaped? All I could say is like. Listen, the ball in Times Square isn't the only balls that are dropping. That sounded much better in my head. Uh, had to do it. <laughs> so, Manscaped, check them out. 20% off uh, with Fired Up. Um, yeah, so another... Wait. We've been, yeah, go ahead. So, before before we get anything, I, I got I got a bone to pick with you, too. Okay. And Chris is not here. All right. Obviously, but... Uh, yeah, so, okay, can I talk about that real quick? Like, he's, he's sick, and, and I hope Chris gets better. I feel like... We had like the last like maybe month or so. It's just been kind of two guys. Like yeah. it's, it's. I think we had like one it, show like, in the last like six yeah, weeks. Yeah, like month. All three yeah, of us. at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but get, I was gonna wait till next week. But I, I yeah. yeah, absolutely. I was gonna wait till next week, but I think it's gonna uh be stale by then. Okay. Um, listen, I'm 26, not 27. I was you cl- ageist pricks. I was, cl- <laughs> I was close. I said, 26, I said 26 or 27 on last Secondly, week's show. Secondly, Chris is the one that directed me to 27. I don't even Secondly, know what you're, I don't even know what I said last week that you're going to have this bone to pick uh, yeah. I Santa brought me a new phone. So oh. I don't need that fucking charger. Okay. <laughs> you upgraded. <laughs> I upgrade. Oh, Santa brought Santa. Santa was nice to me this year. Uh, well, listen, that, that's so, awesome because I'm tired. Uh, when, okay, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna test you here. I'm gonna call your bluff. Take a look at that phone. Well, you did you work today? You didn't have work today, did you? No, I was off. Yeah. See, this is this is tough. I can't. I was gonna test it and see what percentage well, your phone is at. Well, but I'll still do it. I had. What? Well, okay. So okay, I'll tell you right right now. Um, I was out all day. Didn't charge my phone once. I'm at forty eight. Okay. Okay. But, do you, but did you use your phone less or more than you would have at work? Probably more, right? I'd imagine. No, probably less. Probably yeah, less. Probably okay. Less. So yeah. next Monday. Well, no, we, I, I I've had it. I've had it for like two weeks. I've had it. So I've had it while at work. Okay. Because I do use it for work sometimes too. Okay. Well, I'm um, just saying. I'm just. We have to put the the new phone theory to the test because, like, I guarantee next Monday your phone's gonna be almost dead. No, 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 no. no. I, I've had it. I've had it uh, a full week weeks worth of work. Uh, you know, while while being at work, it was. I think the lowest that I've come home to it was like forty or thirty-eight percent or something. Okay. So I, I'm like, by by the time I go to bed at night, like half the time it's like at fifty percent, and it's like this is going to overcharge now. Like, <laughs> so All right. Um, and that's and that's that's my theory. Like that's why like my my I mean I had an old phone, but like I feel like that's why like the battery was so shitty because like. I would always have to charge, like, like especially early on when like you, you don't have to charge it. Usually, you're not supposed to charge it till it's dying. So, right, I, yeah, because th- that's cause just my theory. It, well, my conspiracy. A, I, I have heard that if you like charge it too much, it can yeah. almost fry the battery in the long term. I I used to have a Mac laptop, like I'm talking years ago, like 12 years ago, um, and obviously they're much better now. But 
yeah. I had a, I had a Mac laptop where it was overcharged so much that it would only go on when the charger was like if you if it could say a hundred percent and like you would take the charger and out the whole of the thing died. The, yeah, the yep. whole thing just died. Yep, I had the same issue with an old MacBook. Yeah, percent. Um, all right. So before we get into the the sports topics, obviously the Eagles coming off of a of a loss to Dallas. We'll talk. We'll we'll get into all that. But I had a little bit of a we as a network and a, and a show have a little bit of, of news that we kind of teased out last week or a few days ago. So obviously uh, it was November first. We launched the Fired Up Podcast Network, and I was in the communication. Somebody had, he he was in the comments. Don, um, we are gonna bring on the Drunk on Broad podcast to the Fired Up Podcast Network. Um, now we kind of built a relationship with these guys for quite some time, probably year plus, give or take. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They're, I mean, they're 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 the, the the coolest guys around, the nicest people. Um, just everybody. I mean, from Don, Rich, Jason, Joe. I mean, they're all just incredible people. And they were they were with us when we were with Belly Up. They were with us for a little bit. Um, and I, I, listen, I. I I'm not going to front like belly up. Obviously where they are right now is bigger than where we are right now. But when I told Don, I, you know, we had this idea of building this network. Don said, I want to, I want to come on board. He said, just the fact that like we're comfortable with each other. We've built a relationship. Um, and he's checking in now, but we, we built this relationship. He wants to do it with people that can kind of grow together. And obviously, the, the 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 Philly sports connection is is huge, and kind of is what we're invested in, kind of building from that standpoint. Whereas Belly Up's a little more national, um, so I, I was honored when he said he wanted to jump on board and leave Belly Up. And so their first show, uh, I believe I believe it's going to be Wednesday night. I don't think anything's changing their schedule. So Wednesday night is episode one hundred. It is a big episode for them. Episode one hundred will be the first. On the Fired Up Podcast Network. And that's going to be the first of six trillion episodes. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. But, and, and it's, 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 a, it's a, a personal relationship with those guys. Um, I, I, I've always said, I don't know if Don knows this, but I've always said, like, top five nicest guys I've ever met. 100%. Rich, Rich breaks my balls, but I love Rich, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh-huh. But, uh, it, it, and, and Drunk on Broad is by far and I you and both of us have done different shows over the what year uh, and a half that we've year and a half we've had a show yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, almost two years April oh, two, years. two years um, yeah yep. yeah um we've you and I have done countless shows with other other podcasts um underbelly up not underbelly up and I have to say by far the most comfortable I've ever felt and the most chemistry I've ever felt um is with those guys on Drunk on Broad. Uh, there was there was a couple weeks. There was a couple weeks I did I did with Don like two or three straight weeks with him, yeah. um, and it was like some of the like the funnest I've ever had. So uh, definitely go listen to them. Listen to oh, their show. Totally. totally. Uh, and the, the thing that I respect about them is the so the way we got linked up with them was oh, about over a year ago. They sent out a tweet on it was obviously on Twitter. You can't send a tweet anywhere else. Um, but they so they sent out a tweet about you know local podcasts that maybe don't have the greatest following and we can kind of link up and that's when they gave us the platform to come on their show and talk you know talk about what we do and the reason we do it and just their willingness to bring other shows because listen the podcasting space can be a very competitive space like uh, people compete like that's just what happens so sometimes 
the ability or the willingness, I guess I should say, to branch out Wanna and promote other people's right. shows, I have a lot of respect for the way they, they, they went about that. And uh, I'm, I'm grateful Absolutely. for that, that opportunity. And, and it's, it's I don't, I've always said this about the podcast community here is I, I don't know where it's like in other cities. Um, but it's it's everybody has been or or ninety ninety five percent of the people have been helpful and totally um have have just been nothing but great to us and but especially those guys like like from the beginning we are that's probably the, the closest guys we're with uh in the in this community so um nothing but great words for them personally and for their show and um just everything about them They're just just great group of guys over there. Totally, and when, and that's why I feel like me and you and, and Chris and the whole fire, Fired Up team is kind of doing something special is because, like, when I was, and I'm not here to shit on anybody, but, like, when I was with, you would think, the Philadelphia Flyers podcast, I didn't have, like, I didn't feel like any sort of community. Like, I didn't feel a part of a podcast community, and now there's a whole bunch of people that we could talk to, we could communicate, but, like, we're with a community, you know what I mean? So that's right. why I really think we're doing something special, we're building something special, Um and and it's you know it starts with the the podcast that we have and it continues with drunk on broad and hopefully we get you know even bigger 2023 and beyond absolutely so really excited about that uh, everybody check out ch- check it check it on, oh I can't, I can't even talk what are words check their episode on wednesday night 8 p.m um on all their socials so definitely check that out episode 100 i'm excited for it um yeah, you want to get into some birds? Let's do it. Okay, I mean, uh, so obviously they lose they lose a game to, to Dallas, and yeah, it's Dallas, and it sucks, but like... On Christmas bring, Eve. <laughs> on Christmas Eve, yeah. Did it ruin your Christmas as much as you thought it maybe would? Um, lost to the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> I was I was down for like a good hour or two Christmas Eve night. Okay, uh, okay. But no, I mean, simply for the fact that it it's they're 13-2, and two, like... All they True. have to do is win one of the next two, which is doable. They're home for both games. Um, so, I, I, listen, if it was for – if it was they have to win next week and Dallas has to lose next week, yeah, I'd be I'd be pissed off right now. Like, still. Sure. But, but, yeah. You know, not, not that you ever want to take a loss or you can't take a loss, but it, it didn't ruin much other than the mood of Philadelphia. <laughs> Sports sure, fans. and and they're or still Eagles they're still a, right. They're still a damn good football team. They barely lost. They had a chance to win when their backup quarterbacks and like you don't have Jalen Hurts. And I don't think I don't think Minshew played poorly. Like I think he played well enough to win that game. Uh, I think there were yeah, a couple of mistakes made here and there by him and and the defense. And I'm sure we'll get into it. But my biggest takeaway uh, wasn't even from the game itself or, or what happened on the field, but like. The the loss to Dallas in the grand scheme of things isn't all that important. I don't think they have a much bigger loss with Lane Johnson going down for however long he's down for. I mean that's just one of the best offensive linemen in the league. I think he's 519 pass attempts, not a single sack or pass blocks, not a single sack allowed. Um, he's just been one of the best offensive linemen in football, and I think that's a bigger loss than any loss they've had this season. Sure. Um, well, yeah, because Hurts. Hopefully, isn't as you know. It's not a serious injury. But, sure, yeah, uh, totally. But the thing with at least from what I've read is that it's a th- it's it's a roughly a three week injury, Lane Johnson. Yep. So 
listen, you're, 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 and I agree. I, I think this is a huge blow to them, uh, especially having to win one of the next two to, to gain home field, to gain that extra week of rest. Uh, that would be huge for Lane. Um, but I just, I don't know. I, let's see how Driscoll plays. Let's see. Let's, I, I'm not ready. To, I'm not ready to sit here and say, like, all hope is lost. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying I'm not ready to sit here and say, like, the season's over or all hope is lost or, or not, any of that. That's not what I'm saying either. I'm just, no, 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 I know. It's an important, it's an important, yeah, yeah, of course. It's just what I've yeah. seen. I, you know, totally. Let's just yeah. see how, let's just see how Driscoll plays. Let's just see how he goes out there and, uh, I'd be surprised because I've seen some things where they say Mylotta might move to the right tackle and Dillard plays left. Wouldn't do it. Not no shot. Yeah. There's no way a a no way it happens and b there's no way like I would never let that like if I like if I was yeah. Sirianni like I don't think Sirianni is going to do that but nah I would um either. I would just try it out Driscoll listen Driscoll played well at I think it was right guard last year or earlier this year yep I think he did a little bit of both uh, last year and I think say Molly went down for half a game or a game or something um. And he played well at right guard. We'll see what he does at right tackle. Um, but he's a good backup. Like, he's one of the better backups in the league. So, like, this is why they have a lot of offensive linemen. Um, because their offensive line is a little bit older. Or, or, or three of the, the – or two of the, the five guys are a little bit older. Um, but, yeah, I, I you know, let's just kind of see how things go. Let's see what his timetable is. And hopefully it is that three weeks. I, I could be totally wrong. It's just what I read. But well, um, I mean, th- that would be good if it is three weeks. You get that, and you do get the buy. You clinch things in one of the next two games, and that puts you right online for that first playoff game. Right. That's so. what I'm saying. Like, like it's it's huge to win this game on Sunday, um, just so you get rest. It's it's not another week where totally we have to trot out Driscoll. Let's say Driscoll has a terrible game on Sun this Sunday, and they lose. Then you got to trot him out for another game, and maybe Hurts has to come back sooner than originally planned or, or wanted to it's just kind of a domino effect and you don't want to see that happen have they put out a, a status for Hertz? i haven't seen one is he he's not officially the only ruled thing, out on sunday no it? well he well he wasn't ruled out for this dallas game until like thursday or two before yeah was, yeah so yeah. uh what, what and i don't think i was well it happened the injury was after last week's show or after last week's show, right? Like, like the, it, I think we found out late Monday or early Tuesday. So you guys didn't uh, even get to talk about that, did we? Uh, I don't. Yeah, no, we did. It was, and it, yeah, the news came out before was the it? show. I remember. To, yeah, I remember talking about it. Yep. Who did they play last week? Chicago. Uh, yeah, that was a Chicago game. No, I thought it was after, wasn't it? And that happened during that game. No, 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 I know, but but the news broke like no, the mo- news, like, the, no, the news, the news broke uh, Monday afternoon. Because I remember okay. talking about because by the time we did, I got you. by the time we did against the spread, they were six point underdogs, and I, right, everybody right, right. knew that that, that Minshew was starting or not six point underdogs. right, right? Was it? yeah, it was four. Yeah. I thought it uh, went from a half to three and a half to four. I think yeah, it, it was something something crazy like that number. Yeah, whatever. Um, obviously, I didn't get to my give my two cents, but everything that I've seen was that. From the beginning, it was, it's just, it's just how it heals. It's just, it just depends on how it heals. And some people heal faster than others. It's like Bryce Harper, like Bryce Harper heals a lot in his, in his career, healed a lot quicker than a lot of other guys. So it's like, sure. yeah. let's just see how hurts heals. And, uh, you know, well, we'll, I think, I think that's just more of the game. I don't think it's, you know, anything to be too cautious. I mean, too, uh, over, overwhelmed about. It's just more of, you know, if it, if it heals quicker, he'll play. If it doesn't, he won't. 
Yeah, that's fair. Um, that's the only thing I've seen about it. Yeah, I was just if if he can play, say he's seventy five percent, eighty percent, would you play him against the Saints? Uh, do you think the, the game is that crucial of a game to play him? It's tough because I I actually talked to a doctor now. Obviously, a doctor that doesn't work for the team is always um gonna say rest. You know, I, yeah, you, know. you don't know. You, he doesn't know his medical Re- and all correct, correct, information. correct. Yeah, he doesn't have the info in front but, of him. Sure. But I, I did talk to a doctor. I think it was just like like the day or two after Got sources, the news came huh? out. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it was a totally not not an Eagles doctor, but uh, I did talk to a doctor, and he said that um, you really don't want to mess with shoulders, especially with a quarterback. Like if it's not, it's if not he's not it's close not to one hundred, doesn't matter. You know, he just he he basically was just like, well, well, that's the thing. Even though it's not a sh- his throwing his throwing arm, I mean, you think you think he would have played this week? Then, um, I think. Well, I think if it was a playoff game, he was playing. Yes, of course. I mean, yeah, sure, hundred percent. I don't think there's anybody in that locker room or front office that would say, you know, he, he's not playing. But, um. But I think they, I just think they have faith in Minshew. I really do. I think they have enough faith. Look what he did this week. He put sure. up 34 against Dallas, yeah. a good defense that, you know, he wasn't. I mean, he had four turnovers or three turnovers, whatever it was. Uh, he had two um, interceptions, and then the team had two fumble loss. Well, the, I think the fumble. I think the I think the fumble was, was credited to transfer. To was it? Yeah, was the first was... one. Okay, yeah. This the Boston Scott one. The Sanders yeah. one was obviously on Sanders, but uh, yep. I think they gave it to Minshew. Um, but listen, aside from the turnovers, he did his job. He went out there and put up and 34 trying, against, against I'm Dallas. I'm trying to remember the second interception. I know the one you could almost blame Quez Watkins for it because he just yeah. got muscled, like out-muscled. Right. Uh, I don't remember. What the what was the other interception? Do you remember? Why am I going uh, to the second interception? I don't remember either. There yeah, was so much yeah. to unpack from that. I know. I know. But the, 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 the Quez one, like the Quez just gets out-muscled. And that's not the first time we've seen that from Quez. But but I, I don't love the decision either because I don't think Her- we've never seen that so I don't think Hertz would ever throw that ball there you know what I mean sure. like yeah. I, I think it's a it's a long list it's why would why would they put him out there on that route why is he on the outside against uh you know a, a corner on the outside why throw that ball there to him yeah you know it, it's it's a it, he's got to catch it it hits his hands it was a good play by the it's just a list of things but sure. um. But uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, 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 I think Minshew went out, did his job, put up thirty four against Dallas, sure, and it was yeah. just more so the defense than anything else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really was. Um, I was slight, didn't have the greatest game. Um, who else? Uh, I think that's a little overblown, but uh, the the one touchdown to CD, I think, was just blown coverage. I don't know if that was solely on Slay. Right, Slay was back there when that happened. I think, right. I don't. Um, I don't even remember. It, it, it was just. It was blown coverage. I. I don't think he had the greatest game. Um, no. No. But the third and thirty Scott, is one thousand percent not his fault. No, it's not. It's not. Was it? It's. Was it, it was. That was it's, over there? What's that? Was it Scott that was? Yeah, it was Josiah, Josiah yeah. Scott. Everybody did their job except Scott. It's. What were they in cover two dime or cover two nickel? What one of them? Basically says Slay has to play up, and the and the safety has to you know take the deep guy and Josiah Scott turns the wrong way goes the wrong way and you get it you get him wide open yeah which I mean listen I know a lot of people shit on Dak that was one of the best stories I've seen Dak make like ever 
Like it just was. Or at least um, a long time. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, in a long time. Um but yeah, I mean, you talk about the the bad play from Scott and I guess we kinda of talk about the second injury that came out of the game, Avante Maddox out indefinitely with a significant toe injury. It sounds like they might not get him back at all. Shocker. So yeah, right. So that he's, means we're going to see a lot of injuries. Yeah, but we're going to see more of either Kavon Wallace or Josiah Scott, and that kind of scares me. Yeah, yeah, it does. Like, like <laughs> it doesn't get easier. Like, it's just like you know, not that it doesn't get easier, but it's like it's just like both of those guys. Just I'm just not confident in either. Uh, Wallace did make a good play this weekend, um, but other than that, like he's just been a huge disappointment. I know he's a fourth round pick, but projected to be like a second or third round guy, the yep. steal in the fourth, and this that and the other, and it's just like. This guy out of Clemson, like he hasn't made a good play since Clemson. So, <laughs> right, exactly. You see a fl- you see a flash here and there, but nothing. Yeah, nothing that stands out. It's like, oh wow, we got a player here. Right, right. And then uh, even another guy that's just like disappointed me the last few weeks is like Kazir White. Like, yeah, we haven't seen him do a thing in like six weeks, four weeks, whatever, whatever it is. But, um, and he's a free agent, so you might not even. Yeah, like they might not. Even there's a re- there's a reason why the team that drafted him didn't sign him and maybe this is it i yeah. the first tw- the first 12 weeks he was great and then the last six weeks he's just been like either okay or just bad yeah so totally but um yeah i mean it's that, that that's a bad loss um I, again there really isn't much to take from the game because like i i feel like for the this season, the Eagles have kind of avoided disaster when it comes to injuries, and I feel like they're all happening at once, which is really unfortunate. Like, yeah, you had Goddard go down for a few weeks, and he's back, obviously. Um, CJGJ, hopefully, he's back very soon. I think that'll actually, I mean, that'll help the defense, obviously. Um, yeah. I feel like things kind of have gone off the rails since he went down. Not that he was the main focal point of the defense, but it, he helps. Um, but yeah, just everything's kind of happening now. With it, you got Hurts, you got Johnson, you have Maddox. Um, yeah, it's I don't know. It's, it seems th- it's weird for a thirteen and two team. Things seem very bleak right now. But I guess that's what happens yeah. after a loss, right? I, and listen, that maybe that's that's what great safety play is. You know, um, helps out the linebackers, helps out the defensive the defensive line. Even though the defensive line has been nothing like I projected them to be before the season started. Before the season started. I hit you with this, and you even you were even like, "Oh, that that kind of makes sense," and I was totally wrong. And I'm not saying you like you you were just like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Like, I'm not saying you co-signed it, but uh, I, I I sat here and said, you know, as much as I love Brandon Graham, he's coming off a major injury, he's in his mid 30s. Fletcher Cox coming off a bad couple years in his mid 30s. Um, Hassan Reddick, I don't really know what he is yet, Stunt. even though he had That's a good last he is. couple Stunt. years. Absolutely, That's what he is. Um. <laughs> Uh, who, who else? Josh Sweat. He's a third down guy. Um, Javon Hargrave. Yeah, he puts up a good first seven weeks and then he disappears. And I've been nothing but wrong about all of them. Yep. Yes, you sure um, have. Fletcher has been great the last few, the last six weeks. Brandon Graham, you know, he looks like maybe he's coming off a, a major injury, but uh, not terrible. Um, like you said, Hassan Reddick, a total stud, steal. Um, Javon Hargrave has been has put in what, what are we at week 16 has put in full, a full 16 weeks um, yep. and Josh Sweat looks like a guy that's not just a third down pass rush so was I wrong 
<laughs> you certainly were. And and while you uh, went on that little rant, we I pulled up the list. Listen, eight players named to the Pro Bowl on this uh, on this Eagles team, and uh, some of them were, were the guys you named, right? I, I guess I'll just start it. Jalen Hurts, Lane Johnson, Hassan Reddick, AJ Brown, Jason Kelsey, Miles Sanders, Darius Slay, and Landon Dickerson, kind of out of left field. It's He's been, I mean, he's been good. I'm surprised he got the kind of recognition that he maybe deserves. Especially, like, Mylotta yeah. is just an alternate. Like, I I think Mylotta has been better than Dickerson. Sam Malu has been better, and he's an alternate. Yeah. Right. I mean, Dickerson, yeah. Dickerson's been good, He's he's but he's had a roller coaster year. It's one week, he's play, he plays great, and he plays bad, and then he plays great, and then he plays... Although, I will say the last, like, 10 weeks, he's been pretty solid. Yeah. It, it was To me, it was more the first five or six weeks where... He was having that those up and downs where he'd give up a sack, and then he'd play great for two weeks, and then he'd give up two sacks or, or whatever it is. But yep. um, I, I was definitely surprised by the Dickerson. I'm I'm not surprised by the potential. Just this early is is kind of what caught me a little off guard too. But I'm happy for him. I really am. Totally. And then the nine the nine alternates: Devontae Smith, Isaac Sayamalu, Jordan Mailata, uh, Javon Hargrave, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Josh Sweat, James Bradbury, and Rick Lovato are the nine alternates. So, and then seven, can we can we just can we just sorry go ahead. No, I was just gonna say seventeen guys total that got Pro Bowl nods. So, which is insane. Yeah. But uh, can we just can we just give him his flowers to Devontae Smith this year? Over a thousand yards, had over a hundred against Dallas. Put he hit that thousand mark this this past week. Two touchdowns, which I called uh, before the game. I should have I should have put money on it. I didn't. Um, <laughs> Dude, he is a freak. Just his, yeah, in a, yeah. Just his ability to catch. Like he just. He's got glue on his hands. It's insane yeah, just watching him. The, he he had one ridiculous catch on the sideline um, against the Cowboys. Yeah. He's absolutely insane. What was there was one on third or fourth down at the end of the game. He caught it was it was, uh, a, was, high, the, it was a high ball, the high one up the middle of the field. It like yeah. it hit his fingertips and somehow he caught at the it. end of the game. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean, listen, if he was the size of AJ Brown, I think he'd be. You're talking Calvin Johnson at that point. Way better. Yeah. Like I like you're talking legitimately. You're talking think, Calvin Johnson. Right, right, like, 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 and I think AJ Brown's a really good player, a great player. I do. Yep, um, yep. one of the hard, might be the hardest receiver to tackle in the league. Yep. Uh, but Devontae, I think, just has better hands, and he's a great route runner. Like that's the thing, yep, AJ Brown. Totally. He's one on one. He's open. So is yep. Devontae, but Devontae also runs great routes. So it's like, just and listen, Marvin Harrison was ten pounds lighter, I think, than than Devontae. So like, it you can be a great receiver in this league. And especially Marvin in that league that he was in is way different than it is now. But yep, uh, I, I I love Devontae. I really love him. Oh, he's, what a he's season great. he he's had. Both of them. He, and AJ Brown. AJ Brown has over thirteen hundred yards, yep. the highest in his career. So they're doing something right. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, having AJ over there, I'm sure is helping Devontae Smith. Like absolutely, Devontae. I'm not going to say Smith's rookie season was bad. But I think it was it was kind of like a roller coaster. Like it was real up and down. Um, he had some well, yeah. really good moments and he had some really kind of low moments. But he's he had almost been a thousand yards, dude. Did did he? he had, yeah, he had what? like nine fifty or nine forty. I just remember being underwhelmed by his rookie season. Well, well, that's it. You're not wrong about that. Yeah. It was like Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase was had had a two hundred yard game, and then he'd go three weeks and just be like, okay, and then yeah. he'd pull up one hundred and eighty yards. For twelve catches, and then right. for like two two weeks, and then the next week he'd do the same thing, and then three weeks he'd disappear. Yeah. Um. But Devontae, 
I, I agree. When you think of his rookie year, it's not like, oh, he maybe had like seven or 800 yards. No, dude, he almost pulled in a thousand. He, he broke yeah. the rookie record. Yeah, that's true. He did do that. Did you, did you pull up the stats? No, nah, I'm doing it now. Oh, okay. Uh, I was going to say, I, I couldn't remember. Um, I think he had 60 six, something. 916 yards, 916 yards. Yeah. Uh, so, not, not, so 916. How many catches? 62? 64? 64, 64 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because so because I remember like two three weeks ago people were like, yeah, Devontae might maybe has a chance at a thousand. I'm thinking to myself, dude, he's got like 800 yards with like six games left. Like he's gonna shatter what he did last year. Maybe not shatter, but he's got a chance to shatter it, and he's gonna beat everything. He was 12 catches away from tying six weeks ago. So what's what's he at now? Uh, catch wise, Uh, just yards uh, catches. Uh, catches seventy nine catches, one thousand and fourteen yards, seven touchdowns. Yeah, nice. He's eight. I, I, I think he deserves a Pro Bowl. Even not. I mean, I, I guess they technically give it to you if it, if you're an alternate. But, yep. But yeah. uh, yeah, rightfully so, man. It's 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 been a lot of fun watching those two guys, and those two guys help out Goddard. Goddard help, helps out those guys. Um, Hurts nice. helps out everybody. Oh, totally. It was nice seeing Goddard. Against the Cowboys, yeah, he had, he had a couple really nice catches. It's like aggressive, like went up and got the ball. Yeah, there was there was one ball Minshew threw to him in a tight window, and I think he broke broke a couple yards. But um, yeah, he looked vintage, man. He looked like he looked like nothing was bothering him. So that's that's always it's always positive a positive thing to to see. Yeah, totally. like injury wise. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, anything else for the game and, or? Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was, I was just gonna say, and it's it's hard it's hard to say anybody's a hundred percent at this point. It's week sixteen. Oh, sure. Nobody's a hundred percent, but he looks it. So, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, nobody is hundred percent. That is that is correct. Um, that's why like it's kind of important at this point to just get that by and yeah, rest up, rest. Hopefully, up without hurts. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I I wouldn't like if he is. I know we had the conversation earlier. If he is 80 percent, I don't even play him against the Saints. Um, yeah. If you lose that game. Maybe play him against the, against the Giants week eighteen, um, but I, they could. I mean, the Saints aren't good. They could easily beat I was the Saints. Say, they're they're not going to lose to the Saints, right? No, I like I could play at home for the Philadelphia Eagles, and we're still beating the. You Saints. texted me that, and I thought I, I I think I ignored you because I was just like you, I was you just like that's so. not true. No, one hundred percent. No, one hundred percent. No way. No way. No way. One hundred percent. Dude, I probably I like get Howie Roseman on the phone. God, I'll call him right now. That's my source. I really wasn't a doctor. It was actually Howie Roseman. Howie Roseman himself. Get him on the phone. I'll I'll sign Don't get me wrong. You could probably throw a ball. Uh, Don't get me wrong. You could probably throw a ball further than I can. I I don't have any arm, but. I'm saying that's how bad the Saints are. I love you. I love you, but. but, I'll just just, just hand the ball off to Miles. Uh, Maybe throw, throw a couple, like. You know, two yard slants to AJ Brown. Let him do his thing. I'll be. They right. would have you on your ass before you even had the ball out no of your chance. hands. No chance. Did you? I... No chance. Got the best offensive. Got right? the got the best offensive line in football. I'll be. I'll be, I'll be just fine. Yeah, but you're <laughs> got Jack Jack Driscoll on the right tackle. I'll, I'll, Cam I'll Jordan slide, plays that side. I'll slide to the left. It's fine. We're good. Shit, that would be my. Bl- I'm a lefty. That would be my blind side. So there you go. That that that'd, that'd be bad. Um, it's I, 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 it's I love that you. I love that you're confident enough to think that you can even get to the outside <laughs> quick enough. 
And don't get me wrong. You're probably quicker than I am. You're probably faster than I am. I'm just saying. But I'm also not sitting here saying I could rip the Saints apart. Oh, oh I never said I could rip them apart. I said oh, we can I'm beat paraphrasing them. here. You know, actually, in our text, I think I did say we win by 21 plus. So I guess I did say that. With you, a quarterback? I think I did. Didn't I say that? Jesus Christ, we'll win by 50 with Minshew. <laughs> didn't I say that? I think I said that. I don't know. I'm trying to find it. It's fine. Uh, oh yeah, I said. I said this is this is the text between me, you, and Chris. I wouldn't play Hurts yet. I could play QB, and the Eagles would win by 21 plus. <laughs> I think we both ignored you. You did, both of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for against the spread, or do you have anything else with yep. the uh, the Eagles? All right. Yeah. Um. So I do have Chris's picks here. Uh, before I get into that, let me give the weekly totals. So this week I went uh, one and four. Bad week. You went three and two. Your first uh, winning re- your first winning week since week twelve. First time over five hundred and almost a month. Yeah. Yep. Uh, um, and then Chris went one and three. He has a game tonight because Chris loves the Monday night games. Yeah. Um, that brings our t- <laughs> yeah. That brings our Lives yearly totals. Him. He does. Uh, Chris is in first, thirty seven and forty two. You're in second, thirty six and forty four. I'm in third, thirty two and forty eight. I mean, it's miserable, miserable, miserable. I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish under five hundred, right? I mean, I have to um, like. Well, last I have to hit on everything this week and next week, right? Well, last year we went, we did the entire playoffs too and counted them. Oh, did we? Stats. Yeah, I believe so. Okay, didn't we? I got to swear. I don't that. remember. I, I'm pretty sure we did the playoffs too, so we could do that and kind of keep it going. Um, so Chris, I do have Chris's picks. He. Has the Eagles minus six and a half against the Saints. Um, he has the Lions minus five and a half against the Bears. He has the Niners minus five against the Raiders. Then he's going back to the Eagles Saints game over 43 and a half. Then he has the Rams Chargers over 40 and a half. Okay. Uh, you want to go or you want me to go? Uh, you could go. You give yours. Okay. I got the Dolphins Patriots. Dolphins plus one and a half. Okay. I got the Broncos Chiefs. Chiefs minus 13 and a half. It's a big line. Yeah. But the Broncos are, are a train wreck. They're awful. They just fired their coach. So we'll see. Listen, it, it's bad when you have Patrick Starr roasting you on yeah. the Nickelodeon broadcast. Did you yeah. See that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you did see um, that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I saw the behind the, the behind the scenes thing. Did uh, you see that? The- no, I didn't see the behind the scenes. No. So th- th- today they released real quick. They released a video of the guy who does his voice, and he was he was like in the um the control room, and he was wearing like the CGI stuff because like I guess they used his face yeah. to be like Patrick's face or whatever, and um they showed his like live reaction to it. It was, it was cool. That's funny. Um, and then I got the Niners Raiders also. I think Chris had that. Uh, yep. Niners minus five and a half, which I don't love because. The Niners don't score a lot of points. No, they do I not. guess I guess I guess I they're they're very up and down, but they don't give up points. Yeah. Um and then I which is why I got the Niners Raiders under forty four and a half. Uh, as well. Uh, under forty four and a half. Alright. Yep. And then the Bills and Bengals over forty nine and a half. Right. I feel like Chris takes uh the Monday night game every week and the Eagles every week. <laughs> he does. He does. What's the Monday night game uh, next week? Did he have the Monday night game? I didn't even look. Uh, I don't know. I did, it is. Do you have it up? Buffalo Bengals. I took it. Okay, so you took it. Bills Bengals. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. So I. Have I always try to stay away from it. 
Yeah, I do too. I don't. I don't like taking the Monday night, the Monday night game. Um, so I have the Browns and the Commanders. What a train wreck of a game! But I have the Commanders minus two and a half. Um, I have the. I thought about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Browns. Deshaun Watson sucks. Um, I'll just say that. <laughs> Uh, so I have <laughs> my second game is the Vikings and Packers. I have the Vikings plus three. Listen, this game is going to be on Sunday, January first, which is why I'm picking the Vikings because I don't know if you know this, but Matt Lafleur is fifteen and zero in December with the Packers. So I made wow. sure this game wasn't in December. It's in January. Vikings plus okay. three. <laughs> I got That's, someone on that after okay. after this. But go okay. ahead. Um, I have the Giants minus three and a half against the Colts. I have the Panthers and Bucks under thirty nine and a half. It's a low under, but I don't I don't care. The, neither of them teams can score. Uh, and then I have the Rams Chargers over forty and a half. Chris also had that as well. The new the new look Rams with uh, Baker yeah. Mayfield can put up some points. I thought about that one too. Yeah. Um, so I hate I hate the burst your bubble. I hate yeah. the burst your bubble, but yep. this this asshole is going to get in the playoffs and he's going to win a game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. What, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, what's their record? Like, wh- how they have the, to win out? They have to win out. Yeah. And you think they're going to win against the Vikings? Yes, because I think the Vikings are. I, I I just I just and listen, it could be the way that the NFL rigs games or something, but I just think <laughs> I think the Packers. I think they want to get this this guy in the playoffs because it's a good story. Or to them, it is. It's it, it helps them. Um, I just think he's going to go in there. He's going to win out, and he's going to go into the playoffs, and he's going to wreak havoc, whether it's against Dallas or Minnesota in the first round. Okay, I mean, I, I think it comes down to this week. Is week eighteen to play the Lions? They theoretically should beat the Lions. I mean, the uh, things, things get it's weird, it's but. really that's, that's to me it's a coin flip up, with yeah. the way that they've the whole year they've played. Yeah. Yeah, it's but funny. I just think I think I think Rodgers has been really good the last couple weeks. I think the Packers have been really good the last couple weeks, and I just think the, the stars are going to align for Aaron Rodgers to get in the playoffs. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't fully disagree, but all I know is I I, I mean it's not in December, so I'm taking the I hear Vikings. You. I hear Which, you. That, that's wild. I don't fifteen and zero in December games. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. Not to get totally off topic, but it's it's kind of like that that like the craziness of like Tony Gwynn, like in, with the, who played for like the Padres and stuff, like yeah, uh, just like the crazy stats he had, like the crate not the not the crazy stats, but like the crazy like I guess it is stats, like he he's had like more um, strikeouts than pop or more popouts than strikeouts or something. It's like Joey Votto, like Joey Votto has, has only popped out in the infield like three times in his career or something. Like it's just like wacky stuff like that. Yeah, I was trying to look for stuff for Tony because I don't know any of the stuff you're talking. Oh, about. dude, every I I see it on I see I so I follow this like this uh Twitter this Twitter page that like like posts like all that like baseball stuff. Every I see them like maybe like once or twice a week uh, like just crazy Tony Gwynn stats, really? and I'll, I'll send them to you. Yeah, yeah I'll send I'll send them to the to the the group chat. Okay, yeah, I'll, it, I'll, it's I'll crazy. I forget the one was like um, uh, he's got more throwouts at home or something than he does like strikeouts in one year like it's crazy like the guy just he was just you could argue he's a top five hitter ever like just pure hitter right right i think i think i just saw the other day he hit 459 or 429 for the year um for one of the years or something he had like 100 rbis and he let off or something i don't know 
I'm gonna try. Uh, I'm gonna. We'll, we'll, I just, we'll I just touched like, a little bit. Uh, I just put in like the, yeah. the stats for Tony Gwynn, and this is the first one that came out. Gwynn's rookie season, in which he played 54 games, is the only year of his career that he didn't hit 300. He hit 289. His 19 yeah. consecutive 300 seasons are second to only Ty Cobb, who had 23. It's crazy. That's yeah. That's nuts. Huh. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, just like right. look up like wacky yeah. ads. Like it's like. I'll I'll try to look them up right now. All right, that's good. While uh, we like we, while I mean, we while we talk, I, yeah, I guess we could kind of transition into baseball a little bit. Um, the Phillies weren't done. They went out and signed uh, Craig Kimbrell, um, a relief pitcher, obviously one year, ten million dollars. Um, this can go, I think, one of two ways. I mean, I think he can either regain form and get back. I, like, I don't think he's going to get the prime Craig Kimball days. I think that's silly. But right. I think he could I think he could be a damn good seven or eight guy, and hopefully Dominguez can be your nine, uh, your, your closer. Even though I don't think they'll have a traditional no. closer. Like I think this is going to be a kind of a committee thing. So you'll, yeah. you will see Kimball close games. But it could either go that route of him regaining some sort of form, or... Or it could be the Yuri's Familia, Brad Hands of the world, which I hope that doesn't happen where you're trying to ho- right. hopefully you can regain the magic again where you were hoping to with those guys. I just hope it doesn't turn out that way. But, right. but like I, last I, don't year, the, I don't hate the signing. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's the thing. Like last year we were sitting here like, oh, we got Brad Hand. Maybe he can maybe he can revive his career a little bit. He had a good yep. year a couple years ago. Maybe maybe we can get something. And he just kind of wasn't that guy anymore. No. Um, I, I do like uh, Kimbrell's. Chances better than Brad Hands, um, but yeah, I agree. I think they're going to go by committee. I don't think I, I think he he hasn't closed more than like twenty. He hasn't had more than like twenty five saves in the last like three or four years or something. I I, I could be wrong, but it's like twenty two, twenty four. Um, the yeah, last couple of years, yeah, he had twenty two last year. He had twenty four the year prior. Twenty twenty, he only had two. Yeah, it was a short season too. Uh, yeah, that's true. On top yeah, of that, and it was with the Cubs. Thirteen. Right. So I mean, his last great season was his last year in Boston. 42. Like forty-four or forty-seven? Forty-seven? Forty-two. Okay. Forty-two. Yeah. Yeah. Um. For he's not, not saves forty-seven opportunities. Right. Um. Which is pretty damn good. Uh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. He's he's definitely not that guy anymore. But like I said, I like I like chances of bouncing more than Brad uh, last year. Um. Tom, you good? Yeah, you sound, good. Yeah, you're very robotic. This this is not good live podcasting. Uh-oh. Can you hear me? Refresh, refresh the page a little bit and, and hop yes. back in here. Can you, you hear me? No, no, not really. You're very robotic. Uh oh, what happened? All right, Dom left the chat. Now I'm just alone on an island talking about Craig Kimbrell. Let's see if I get Dom back in here. Dom, where are you? Wonderful, wonderful show. Oh, so C- Craig Kimbrell, everybody. <laughs> All right. Wonderful. Up oh, here he is. Up oh, no, he's kind of here. Device not connected. Dom, what are you doing? Uh oh. All right, well, since we're all waiting for Dom, I'll let's play a little music. While, while there's a lot to be learned, so look around. Yeah, 
What's going on? Once there was a silly old man. Thought he'd move My computer's not working. I don't know what's going on. Dom's leaving. Anyone knows that I can't move a rubber tree plant body. I hope he had high hopes. Let's talk. He had high I hope so when you start to feel it low Stand up, let him go Just remember that yeah, I'll, I'll play some music till Dom gets back in here Oop, There, goes there he is Dom, can you hear me? Up there goes yeah, can you hear me? Yes So you good? Yes, I am good <laughs> I think, I hope uh, I don't think you're connected to the mic, but we don't even have to worry about it because it sounds weird. All right, hold on. All right. Sorry, I it, it's it's uh hold on, I, I'm connecting. It's just everything's moving really slow. Okay. Hold on. It's fine. Listen, with the with the fired up budget, we got to get you some sort of of, can, of new technology. Can you hear me? There. I can much Is better. It better. Better. Much okay. better. Much Listen. better. Listen. I pay a lot of a lot of money to Xfinity. They should pay me with the fucking amount of <laughs> bullshit I have to deal with. I think that was one of the things we said last week. You got to figure it yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that that I definitely can't fix. <laughs> I don't think Santa can fix that one either. No, I don't think so. He's got he's got no. a lot of power. He doesn't have that much power. No, 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 no. Definitely didn't come in my stocking this year. Um, no, no. Better Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um. Where, uh, so so where are we at? Craig Kimbrell. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kimbrell. Okay. So I I think it's a good signing. Um, yep. or, or a decent one. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, I, I, I think, I think, I think I would like them to keep adding to the bullpen. I don't know how much more they're going to do this offseason, but um, we'll see. I, you know, see how it goes. I guess. Yeah, totally. kind of like this Wi-Fi. Right. So uh, when you were gone, I was trying to play a song and it wasn't working. But I can't I hear I you. You can't hear me. Oh no, Dom! What happened? I don't know if that's you or me. But uh, I don't know either. <laughs> this is a total train wreck. I can hear you. This is going to happen in the middle of the show, isn't it? You can't hear me? Okay, wait. Now I hear you. Now, I hear, now you. you hear me. Now you hear me. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's uh, it's fine. What? Okay. Craig Campbell, whatever. I don't even care about Craig. We, we talked about that already. Let's move on. Yeah. The, uh, wait, I got, this, uh, I got this crazy Tody Gwynn shit. Okay. <laughs> really quick. In his tw entire 20-year career, Tony Gwynn struck out 434 times, an average of 21.7 strikeouts per season. Last season, 129 players had struck out 22 times by the end of April. I believe that 100%. I was literally just about to say, like, that's like, in, uh, like more than somebody averages like a month. Like, yeah. somebody probably averages that like a month. Right. It says, since Gwynn debuted in 1982, a hitter has finished the season with a batting average of above 346 times. Like Bryce Bryce Harper's um MVP year was what, twenty one? That was last year, right? Uh he yes. struck out how many times did he strike out? I'm I'm curious. Because, like the strikeout is they just they people value it so much different than they did back when Gwynn played. Like people it didn't matter it doesn't matter if he strike out nowadays. All right, so his MVP right. season he struck out let me see how many times did he strike out? 134. How much was Gwyn? I was going to say 150. I was going to guess 150. 134. And what was Gwyn? Four. 
in his career. I think it's yeah. at four four thirty four. Okay, so I mean, a Harper little, does that in four years. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, right, exactly. And and Gwyn did it in what twenty? Yeah, nineteen. <laughs> yeah, whatever it was. Right. So Gwyn has faced Greg Maddox one hundred and seven times in his career, more than any other pitcher. He hit four fifteen against the four time Cy Young Award winner Jesus and Hall of Famer. Christ. Since World War II, Tony Gwynn is the only player to bat above 315 in five consecutive years, 93 to 97. Ty Cobb, uh, Rogers Hornsby, and Al Simmons did it before him. Um, and then if Tony Gwynn's 20-year career was split into two careers, 10 apiece, he would rank first and second in France for the Padres in runs, hits, total, and total bases, and doubles. Dude, it's it's weird because like, you're saying all these like ridiculous stats that like you couldn't even believe of, but... If you were to ask somebody who's the greatest baseball player ever, I don't think anybody ever would no. ever say quit. Like, Wynn's name would never come up. If you tell, tell somebody no. to name me the top 10 greatest baseball players of all time, I don't know some, that somebody brings up Tony Wynn's name. You might even be top 50. Like, you could, you yeah. probably, like, like, people don't think of him as even, like, a top 50. He's probably a top 5 hitter. He might be the second greatest pure hitter of all time, really. Yeah, totally. Totally. I'm just, like, I'm just, like, trying to find these wacky stats. I usually see them on Twitter. I'll send them to you guys. Yes, I know. So I'm curious now. Huh. All right. Um, uh, sticking with baseball, I mean, there really wasn't much going on the news except this Carlos Correa thing, which I think is just a wild story. Um, so obviously, signs this big contract with the Giants. Something goes wrong with the physical. That deal's done. It happened like over midnight on Wednesday or Thursday of last week. Um. And then now uh, midnight happens or through the middle of the night, signs a new deal with the Mets. Now the Mets are getting, I don't know if Cole Feet's the right answer, but they're also concerned about the physical. Yeah, It's just a giant shit show. It's, it's, well, before, it's happening to the Mets. Before we get into the Mets part, let's get into the Giants part, right? Yep. So the Giants over the last, like, I don't know, maybe like 10 years have just had the worst luck in the world with free agents. Yeah. Um, like go back to like the the uh, the Stanton trade to the Yankees, uh, Giancarlo Stanton. Yep. There was reports that he was traded to the Giants, just like there were yep. reports about Aaron Judge. There were reports that went out that like, uh, Giancarlo Stanton's being traded to the to the to the Giants, and then like an hour or two later, oh no, actually he's being traded to the Yankees. Bryce Harper was all but signing there until the Phillies step in. Yep. Aaron Judge, we know the story. Reports of him signing there a couple hours go by, and he's a Yankee. Uh, it, it's just like a list of like they, they did like a whole lineup. Uh, uh, yeah, I was, I was trying to find it because I saw that exact yeah. uh, the the exact lineup you're talking about. I can't find it right now. Yeah, yeah. I was trying, I was trying to look. For so, it. Uh, so yeah, I, I, it kind of sucks for them, but um, you know, if this if this if, Merry Christmas to Philadelphia, if this like. Turns out to not like if, if the Mets really turned out like really concerned about this. Uh, this oh, physical. totally, totally, and like the fact that it's happening twice now, like, there must be something wrong with yeah. I don't know if it's his leg or if it's his back, I think it's I his know. knee, knee, yeah. So it's really so uh, it sounds like something's gonna get done, but like a shorter deal, it's not gonna be. Some sort yeah. of crazy 10, 11, 12 year deal. It's going to be a shorter deal, probably. And I think the Mets are more willing to take the risk than like than the Giants because the Mets just have unlimited money; they can spend whatever they want. Um, yeah. So I think I think he will be a Met. I really do. It's just a matter of for how long. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I agree with that. Um, 
uh, like you said, it's it's not going to be that 10, 12 year deal that um, they were they were all or they offered or reportedly offered him. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it even if it's like a five year deal and he turns out to be okay, like this is this is the Phillies' time right now. So like, like I said, even if it's a five year deal, it it's still still going to be tough for the Phillies, man. It really is. Totally, totally. Yeah, I mean. The- the the NL East is you know one of the best divisions in baseball. I mean, you have the I think all all along the East, like the AL East, the NL East. It's just uh, yeah, great great teams along the East for sure. Yep, but it'll it'll be tough. But I don't know. We'll see. I mean, just all about kind of getting into a rhythm and and kind of treading water until Harper comes back. Who knows when he comes back? Probably the All Star break. It sounds like. Um, yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm excited. You you talked about yeah. earlier in the episode just June. Yeah, day going to the going to going to the bank and just you know enjoying a nice summer yeah. summer night in Philadelphia under the lights. So, yep, that's what it's about. Um, do you have anything else? I mean, I did you want to talk about this this the Sixers James Harden stuff at all? Uh, to me, I mean, if you really want to, but like there to really me, isn't it, much, there really yeah. isn't much to it. It's I, I tweeted something out about it today. It's this is how much the sport suffers is the fact that like the off the field or off the court stuff is so much more dramatic and entertaining than the on the court product. Like I hear so much yeah. more about the stuff that happens off the court than the stuff that happens on the court. It's yeah, I think the NBA has an issue with there, but of course. I just, it well, just really the just comes out in all sports. Yeah. What was that? The, well, I, I think NBA, the NBA players are the biggest divas in, oh, in totally. all sports. Like, like they're the big, like compared to football players, hockey players, baseball players, whatever. Um, they're, they're the biggest divas off on and off the court. So, well, yeah, and, and like I guess, I guess soccer's on on the field. They're a little probably a little bit more diva divish. But, sure, uh, yeah, totally. Um, but I also don't think I I think there's some truth. I think there's some truth to it. I think it could be like I I would buy that it's true because I mean then the then the Sixers just get hit with like a big punishment for tampering with James Harden. Right. So if he's if he's going yeah. to look at the Houston Rockets, it sounds like he is. Also, again, tampering. Yeah, so. I, listen, I I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's not true. Um, to me, okay, this is where it's weird because I thought most of his career was it was about the stats, it was about the money, it was about the fame, it was about it was about his, strip clubs. Less about his legacy. It was all about strip clubs. Yeah, uh, it was less about his. I mean, I think he cares about his legacy. I do. Um, more than a lot of other guys do, but a lot less than the than the five percent that really do. Um, but I think in the last like year and a half, two years, two and a half years, really since he went to Brooklyn, I think he's started to actually care about trying to win. So if this is true, that's totally I was totally incorrect. Like <laughs> what? Like why? Why would you want to go to Houston if you really wanted to win? Which in the last two years, I really felt like okay. He he came to a point. I'm in my mid 30s. I haven't won anything. I have the stats now. Let me go get my championship. Um, I, I'll be honest. I don't think he ever cared about that. That's just not the vibe I got. I think he was saying some of the right stuff when he came over in the trade to make people believe that's what he cared about. I think yeah, but he, he never to... did that before. But he never did that uh, before. No, I know. Ever. I know. I know. You're right. Um, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just yeah, saying. I just, I just never got that. Sure, but it was even before the Sixers. 
Well, it was even yeah. before the Sixers. It was going to Brooklyn. It was, you know, I'm going to play with these guys because I want to win. Like, he came here and he said, I'm, I'm coming to play with him because I want to win. But at the same time, it's like, like, and I, I know that, um, all right, so somebody like you who doesn't watch a lot of the NBA really, uh, sure. you, you view Harden a little bit different than somebody who watches it a lot more. Totally, totally. Um, so I think that, all right, what am I trying to say here? I think that, uh, I don't know how to put it into words. Uh, <laughs> that's tough to do on a podcast, Dom. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 but that's the thing is, like, I, I have so many different feelings about James Harden in my head right now. It's just like so hard to like put them all in like the right words. I just think that, um, there's, I, I don't know. I guess I, I, there's a sense that it's proving that I guess that he. It, it, it is that that he just doesn't doesn't really care that much about winning. That's really what I'm trying to say. Like, sure. like if this if this is true, there's no way he cares about winning. It's all about what he wants to do with his career and, and all about the money and all about the strip clubs and all about the. I was gonna say the, again, it comes down to Houston has better strip clubs. Right. Yeah. That um, simple. Yeah, it's just, but at the same time, like it's it's Dece- it's December and like. Like I don't know, I don't know if that if that's just smoke. And even if he does go back to Houston, I still don't know if that is the truth. Like, I, like I, I don't, I, I I'm just kind of, I guess, taking it with a grain of salt. Like, I just don't know sure. what to and expect I, right now. I don't know. I, you sure. Know. And again, I, I said it before. Like, it's just weird that something like that comes out in the in the middle of December or the end of December in the middle of a season. Yeah, it's just such a weird story to me. Like, yeah, you don't hear that happen in the other sports. You don't hear. Uh, That's not true. You just you don't hear it all that often. Like you, Dude, you don't honestly, hear, you don't hear uh, Javon Hargrave is looking at going to the. Well, Javon Hargrave Colts, isn't James like, Harden. Like he does not compare to James Harden. Eh, I mean, talent level. I mean, I think Hargrave is a better player in the NFL than Harden Dude. in the NBA. No, it's currently, Dude. current Dude. version of James Harden is washed. Dude. Watch. Well, how much is the average? Go look about how, how much they average. I don't care. They lose a bunch of games. That's all I care Dude, about. Dude, he's a, he's he. You I, know they, I know they've won. Eight, I, I know they've won not, eight or nine in a row. I get it, but it's, I don't know. I'm so I, listen, down on the I am not this big. I am not this big James Harden guy. I'm not this big James Harden guy. The dude is a top ten, close to top five scorer ever. He gets what he wants. Sure. No, totally, he, totally, ever, totally, totally, totally. And how many sacks? Sure. And how many sacks before this year has Javon Hargrave averaged? That's fair. I was just talking about the player. They're not right close. Now. No, sure. What? No, they're still not close. They're still, okay. still not fair, close. fair. Fair enough. All right, but when do you hear? I, I don't know. When do you hear? Shohei Otani for the last three years has been going to the Yankees or the Dodgers. Um, Austin well, Matthews. Hold on, 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 hold the fuck on. Though that's speculation. This was a report. Was this? The, the, no, this is what? No, no it's a report. It's a report saying too. that he hasn't come uh, out and said anything, so it's not a report. No, no, but it sounds like it's a report that said, "Oh, James Harden's considering this." That those things are like, "Oh, no, there's no sort of information." It's Austin Matthews. Oh, he might go to he might go to Arizona because he's from there. That's really the only thing they're basing. You read the article. Did you I read skimmed through it. I skimmed through it. That not once did it say he was considering it. Okay. Well, it's, that's that's what the the the, the there's the a report out that, that people think that he may want to go back to oh, Houston. Okay. All right. Okay. Then that's different. Austin right. Matthews to the to the Coyotes, Shea Otani to the Dodgers, the, the Giants. Right. Whatever. Sure. To the Giants, the Dodgers, to the to the to the Yankees, whatever it is. 
uh, Aaron Rodgers has been retired the last three years or or playing somewhere else, whatever it is. Okay, listen. If it if it is specula speculation Plus. piece, then okay, then I agree with you. The way that I interpreted it is that it's uh, even, like somebody got if, this from somebody in Harden's camp. But even if that is, there's nothing that came out that he said I'm doing it. So at the end of the day, because he can't, because he can't, right? So it's speculation. Even if even if he did say I'm considering it, we will never know until either after the season or ever. Because right now it's just speculation. Because you and I don't know. Okay, fair enough. We don't know if somebody said it, so we're speculating that somebody said it. It's speculation. It happens in all four sports. You're getting fired up. Fired up, Dom. The Beatles are overrated. I'm just saying. Um, I'm just saying. It happens in all the sports. Does it happen in basketball the most? Yes, because they're the most. It does. Divas. Sure. Sure. Yep. Totally. I agree. I agree with that. I just. But, I, but at the end of the day, it's just speculation. Fair enough. It, it seemed, and it may be true. Yeah, it seemed like more of a report than a speculation, but I didn't read the entire thing, so maybe I'm I'm misinterpreting it. That's, that's but that's but I'm saying even it. even if somewhere it did say, because I'm sure there's a hundred articles about it now. Even if somewhere that does say he's considering it, it is speculation because it did not come from his mouth. If James Harden came out and said that, no, but that's that's different than no, it's not. Sure, it is. No, it isn't. Because somebody heard it from Harden. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was never confirmed that he wanted to leave here. Never, never confirmed. Did not come out of his mouth. It was speculated that he wanted to leave. Have you ever heard that come out of Carson Wentz's mouth? We've been saying that for two years or, or, or the year. That, the six okay. Months, no, fair. Happening. That also happened in the offseason. I don't remember hearing any speculation during the, the regular season. But they were gonna, that what? That, that he wanted that, to leave? That, that, of course. That he, that sure. he wanted it out. That he wanted yeah. out. It wasn't in the middle of the season. Well, in the that's, middle of a that's not that's not totally true. We found out later that he there was speculation that it was after the Green Bay game that he that he said trade me or, or get rid of me. Sure, that was the yeah. speculation. No, that's fair. But we didn't hear that till the off season. Exactly, because it'll happen till the off season. Right, like, but the, the fact it, that something gets put, put out like this now is just weird. I'm not saying it's not weird. I, I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying. So what are we yelling for? From James Harden's mouth. What'd you say? No, it didn't. I said, then what are we yelling for? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I. it's it's a weird situation. To be honest with you, if he left, I probably wouldn't care that much. Like, I'd probably actually be a little bit happier. But at the end of the day, like, it's 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 a report that somebody is saying, oh, he might leave in this offseason. Like, it happens all the time. Like, Aaron Rodgers might leave this year. Like, we've been hearing sure. it for two years. Uh, like, he may retire. He may want to leave russell wilson we've been hearing for two years that he wasn't too happy in seattle that he but he was good enough to keep it in his in inside seattle inside the the, the, the locker room or the front office whatever they because that's just the way they handle things sure but he was ha unhappy for a couple years so like this stuff happens it's it's just a matter of when the shoe drops like when it does happen sure he may go back to houston i really couldn't care less to be honest like <laughs> I think okay. I think they have a good backcourt without him. Um, okay, fair enough. I'm going to switch topics a little bit. Go ahead. Still, still on the Sixers. We we can kind of do a 180 here. Do the Sixers, and maybe this is a little too premature. Do the Sixers win a championship with Joel Embiid on their roster? Do do, do they do they win? Because how how long is his window? Is it five years? Six. I, I don't. Uh, who knows how much longer after that it is? Oh, do they, do they win a title with him? 30. Yeah, right. I was just gonna say I don't know if it's much more than five years. Right. 
His his his. his, I, his, I, his to be honest with you, I don't even know if it's that long. Right. True. So like. So, so do they essentially do they win a title in the next three four years? It's tough to say, man. It really is. Like, can they win a championship with with him? Sure. Will they? It's 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 been it's been really tough in the last ten or fifteen years, aside from Dirk, to have a big guy lead you to a championship. It's it's just not the, the game anymore. Um, I, I think just it don't could think be done. That, I just don't think his team's that deep either. It's not. It's not. Um, but if we're if we're talking about 2021, 20, or 2022, 2023 season, no, I don't think they have a lick of a chance to make it past the second round yet again. Mostly because of the roster, because of um, and I think Harden and Bede are playing well enough together. Yeah. Um, but the coach and 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 yeah. like you said, the depth and um, just a list of things. I don't think it it'll happen this year. Uh, but in the next three years, maybe if they can construct this roster right the right way, I, I mean, sure, well, he could. I don't yeah. know if he will. It's gonna be it's 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 gonna be. Harder to do than harder, harder to win, and I, and I know it, it's always harder to win a championship than, than to not win a championship. Obviously, there's only one team that wins in the end, but um, it's going to be a little bit harder for him because of just the way the game is played and his injury history. And sure, will his body break down? Like you said, and I dude, I remember like five five years ago they were saying he may not make it past 32, 33. So like, you know, he's yeah twenty nine, give or take, yeah. Yeah, he's he's about I think he's twenty nine, so uh, it's gonna be tough. It really is, and like, I, but I'm also somebody in the same camp that's like, do you get rid of him to um, try to win? But like, what do you? You're not gonna get anything that's you know worth it. Like you're not you're no. like, and and no, because because I think if you do trade him, you're not gonna get anything that's going to make you better. I think if right, you trade right. him, you're entering the process years again, and then the process was an absolute waste of time. Sure. Um, well, I don't think it was a waste of time. I think it was a failure. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a waste of time yeah, because sure. I think it's different. I think a waste of time meaning, look, they've they've been to the playoffs how many times? They've gotten their star. You know, sure. They missed all, on one. It's all but, for nothing. If well, that but that's different than. Um, like uh, failing at it and a waste of time are two different things to me. They failed okay. at it. They didn't waste their time because look, they got their guy. They have another star with them. They have a young kid who's on the verge of possibly being a star. Like, yeah. And, and people want him to go on the bench. Who's that? Maxi? Uh, Maxi. Yeah. I've seen a lot of that. He's they played in a month. What? He hasn't played in a month and a half. I, no, I know. I've been hearing oh. people say because, um, no. Melton's been playing so Mel great. Melton's well. That's what I'm saying. If they if they get yeah. rid of Hard, they have a good backcourt now. Like sure, it, yeah. like Melton. Melton's not a top five shooting guard, but he's top fifteen probably. And like he's playing next to Max. Too. Yeah, like yeah. they have a good backcourt. If if they get rid of him, and let's say they like Tobias comes off the the books this year, um, you go out and you get another big time star that's not James Harden. I in the NBA, it's it's hard and not hard to do at the same time because. You have to get the right guy. Like you can't just like look at Dallas. Like Dallas does this thing every year where they try to go get the they try to go ahead of the curve to, to put a guy with Luca and like the guy's just mediocre. Like yep. it happens happened the last two or three years. And it's like do you have to go out and spend the right way? It's just a matter of like they can go out and get a good guy. It's just 
it's got to be the right guy. Yeah, and I think you have to and find they, a way. Struggled yeah. to put, put a guy next to Joel, well, aside from only, Jimmy Butler. Didn't right, want to be here. It's only one year of three, I think he signed for. But like PJ Tucker is a complete waste of space and time. Waste, and waste of time, waste of space. Yeah, yeah. that contract's awful. I agree. He's paid a shitload of money for three years. They got to find a way to replace him. I don't know that they can. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't so, know. Do. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a lot of money to a guy that's not doing much and is not going to be any better next year or the year after. Yep. But, but if they can construct the roster the right way. He could be a guy that plays six, seven, eight minutes, sure. and and it sucks to pay him that much money. But that's just what the NBA is. And in three years, two years, it's you know not that it's not going to happen, but it's like Tobias Harris. It's like people are still bitching, but like, yeah, he was one of the pay, high, higher paid players at the time. But like that was four years ago now, and it's like other guys are making way more money than he is, way much more money. So like, stop bitching about it. Like it's I understand he's not that guy, but like he's not the max player. But it's it's a little overblown now. Like chill out. Right. <laughs> So if not uh, you, but the people, right, you know, no, I hear you. If they do get another second round exit, because I don't think Rivers is getting fired this year. I think if he was going to, he would have already. They've rattled off eight or nine in a row. Um, I think he's safe for the season. But if they do get another second round exit, is do you think he's finally gone? After if that? if they get a second round exit, especially in like Game Seven, they won't let him on that plane. Um, okay, because they're because they're not going to have a. I don't think they're going to have a go, uh, Game Seven home game. I think they're going to be like a five seed, but right. at um, least right now. But how if that if and if that was to happen in a, a, a second round exit, how short of a leash after that do you think Daryl Morey gets? Do you think he's um, safe for multiple years, or do you think he's do you think he has a shelf? Maybe life not multiple years. I think he's got. I think he's got a short shelf life, but um, I think they're, they'll say that they'll say. Because he's a respected guy, yeah, but he's partial to blame for of course what's going on. But he's respected. But it, it, it's yeah. it's it, in Flyers terms, he's Chuck Fletcher. That's who he is. Yep. That's totally. literally who he is. Um, he's a well respected guy in this league. So it's they're not just going to throw him out. I don't think. I think it's more of all right. Doc didn't work, but I don't think it was just Daryl Morey who said let's bring Doc in. I think it's Daryl Morey. It was the owner. It was the whole front office that said, "I don't, yeah, yeah no yeah, brainer." I buy that one hundred percent. Yeah, I it's, it's a no brainer. We bring Doc in. Sure. So I think at this point, all right, Doc gets fired. Let's see. All right, Daryl, you have a shot. This is your last chance. Go get a guy, and if he brings the right guy in or girl, because you know that's that's the thing now, I'm, which I'm totally cool with. But yep. um. Uh, but if they bring the right person in, I think they'll give him a shot to do that. Okay, because you could argue that, like, because I think Daryl Morey, his first year here was the year they hired Doc. It was the COVID year. Uh, it was right after. The, so the because he's, he's, he's the one that hired him. Right? Like, that, yeah. that was that his first hire? Yeah, I mean, you you could well, say yeah, you, right? Yeah, yeah, but there 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 are some there are some similarities and some parallels to. To, to Ron Hextall with the Flyers is like a big reason he got fired is his refusal to fire Dave Hextall, the first guy that he hired. Right. You could, I mean, I there's an argument to be made that Maury should die on the sword because well, he's he refuses to let go of Rivers. Yeah. Um. Well. Well, that. Well, I don't. I, but that's the thing is like we knew that he would he refused to get rid of of the coach Hextall. I don't. I don't know yet if he refuses to get rid of Doc. Like I, I don't know. Like sure, yeah. That, that's the thing. It's Doc. It's not Joe Schmo. It's it's Doc Rivers. Like it's more than just Daryl Morey saying, you know, I'm gonna fire him. It's 
he doc is also a well-respected guy in this league so like you know it's it's a it's a it's a it's a group effort and it probably shouldn't be that way it should be darren Moore saying, let me do my job but unfortunately it's 2022 and that's not how things work anymore um for the most part but unless you're greg popovich but like uh i yeah i i just deserve that like right so of course um but yeah, I, I just think I think there's a small chance. And when 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 was Hextall? Can you look this up? When or I, I could look it up. Uh, when was Hextall hired? Uh, okay, I can look it up. It probably because 20, I think 15, 2016, probably 2014. And he was fired what 2019? Uh, halfway yeah, through 2019. Around, around that. Hold on, let me see if I could uh look this up. Hold on one second. Um. <laughs> I was even going to ask you if you could see um, when they hired Haxtell. Uh So July 15, 2013, Hextall returned to the Flyers and was named assistant general manager. Uh, on May 7th, 2014, he was named the general manager. Wow, okay. That's and actually a lot longer he, than I thought. So 2014, and then he was fired on the uh, 20, in 2018, November 2018. So about four years? Yeah, okay. So we're pushing on Daryl. So Daryl was hired right after COVID, the COVID bubble year. Uh, so that's one. Okay, so when was ha- when was um Haxtell hired? Haxtell, I believe. Dave Haxtell, twenty fourteen, I believe. Dave Haxtell, no, it was a little bit later than that. I think it was like twenty sixteen, maybe. Uh, hold on, because I think Haxtell fired um Baruby. Uh, you might you might be right. Um. Hold on, which, me... which technically it is hacks the twenty is his first 20, fire. 20, 2015. Okay, so they probably so fired Ruby at the end of fourteen, hired him right. in fifteen. So yep. fifteen, eighteen. I'm just trying to see. Yeah, there are parallels, absolutely, but I just think that um, that Daryl Morey has been doing it a lot longer than Hextall has at that position. So I think that he's well more respected. Sure, and he's been uh, yeah, doing, sure. and he's been with the Sixers a little less than Hextall's been with the Flyers. Sure. So that's 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 why I think they say, you know, when Hextall came in, he was the assistant in L.A. Right when when he uh, came yes, from, correct, yep. So, but he but Daryl Morey was the GM for the Rockets, and I think another team before that. But sure, so he's been around season. a lot Absolutely. longer. Yeah, so 100%. I think that's why they say, all right, Daryl, it might be your last shot, but go get me a guy. Yeah. That's fair. But I see I what guess, you're saying. I guess, I, it's I it's not totally invalid, you know, not invalid, but totally. It's not totally similar, but not too similar, but not totally different. I, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's just parallels. That's all. Yeah. All right. You got anything else to get off before we get out of here? Uh, I don't think so. All right. Well, another set slip. So my daughter is going nuts upstairs. I don't. Know <laughs> yeah. I don't know if anybody can hear that. Yeah, but it's um, cool. I mean, it's, you know, she's the 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 uh what, fifty fifth member of the Fired Up Network. So exactly, uh, or whatever exactly. it is. <laughs> I just made exactly. up a number. But speaking of which, everybody check out Beer Battered Sports. Got to give them all a shout out. Beer Battered yep. Sports, the Pilaf Podcast, um, Bell Smashers, Boost Control, and the newest um pod to the network, Drunk on Broad. Super excited about that. I'll have that up on the website. Hopefully tomorrow at some point. Um, but again, excited they're on board and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for everything that's yep. to come. Um, yeah, we're going to get out of here. Everybody check us out 
on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Fired Up Sports. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, anywhere you get podcasts. And we will see everybody in 2023. Have a good new year. See you next Monday.